Gentlemen, welcome on the Watchoma podcast again. Our guest today is Jan Hellinga from Omeo Group, and he's also a mentor for Start Life Start Hub. Every Wednesday, uh, he's available in Wageningen at the Start Hub, and I'm very happy to have you here on the show. So am I. So, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we had some conversations before and you mentioned that you were also a student in Wageningen. That's true, yeah. It's you, a long time ago, but yes, yeah. I was a student as well. Yeah. Were you also born and raised in Wageningen? No, no, I was born in Amsterdam. Okay. I lived there until my 10th. Yeah. Then we moved to Hilversum in the Netherlands. Yeah. From Hilversum I started my study after secondary school. I started the study at the Agricultural High School in Dronten, uh, ah, which okay. is a more practice uh, education I, you know this I also studied there okay yeah. okay nice say aha ah yeah for me it was uh, um, HLS yeah, HLS okay. yeah uh, and from there I had a teacher uh, Mr. Nijwening who was always very enthusiastic about plant protection and plant yeah. protection all every the, the science behind plant protection and he uh, he he brought me uh, his enthusiasm uh, to be excited about this part of study. So I came to Wageningen to study plant protection, which is doesn't exist anymore. It's part of plant science now, I yeah. think. Uh, so when I started, I studied uh, plant protection, uh, yeah, crop protection. Yeah, that's right. Cool. In Wageningen. And uh, did you grow up in a farmer family? No, or? not at all. Was, uh, in, in, in Dronten, at the, the HLS, they mentioned me a uh, asphalt boer, <laughs> uh, which is a, uh, let's say asphalt uh, farmer, or, yeah. uh, um, because I came from a big city. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I my, my, my father was, uh, 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 worked in gardens, yeah. and that's all. But we, we lived in an, uh, in an apartment in Amsterdam, yeah. and so no, nothing to do with, uh, yeah. with farms, actually. No. Interesting, many people from Amsterdam, for example, one of my other guests on the show, Gijs uh, Spoor, who lives now in India, in Oroville, he is he, also from Amsterdam and he also happened to yeah, be in a, a student of Wageningen yeah. and then yeah, agriculture is like, takes over the city people's uh, yeah, mind and yeah. imagination, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it makes the circle around because now you have your urban farming, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, the farm is going to the city nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But now your profession is slightly in a different uh, yeah. Yeah. angle. Uh, yeah, on one hand yes, on the other hand no. Uh, uh, the yes, because um, uh, my, my business now, I have my own company, Omeo Group, uh, in uh, uh, business coaching. Uh, and we coaching and training to people uh, based on uh, on our experience and the things we learned uh, and that is for me it's focused on, on sales training and coaching um, uh, teamwork and, and uh, negotiation uh, negotiation with other people communication with other mm. people and, uh, which is pretty dif- uh, different indeed uh, but on the other hand most of my clients are somewhere in agriculture or have, are doing in the uh, in, in in agriculture actually yeah okay it's interesting that uh, because I've seen that uh, you also finished in Wageningen and I've seen on your CV on your LinkedIn mm-hmm. a bit like uh, also in your introduction as a mentor of uh, Start Life that you were uh, working in the agriculture on in the field for yeah. like for almost ten years. And then you shifted somewhere to around uh, sales and marketing yeah. for more than fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. And in That's the last right. in the last uh, ten years, you are into the coaching, mentoring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. I after my study, I first went uh, out of the country for two and a half years. I yeah. worked in Yemen yeah. uh, in, in plant protection, in plant uh, crop breeding. Uh, I worked there for a seed potato company and uh, producing potatoes for the local farmers to uh, uh, seed potatoes for the local farmers to to grow their uh, potatoes. Um, when I came back, I was a teacher for t- for one year at a, a secondary agricultural school. 
And then I started working for the plant protection company here in the Netherlands, mm. uh, plant protection service. Uh, so still in agriculture and in plant protection and I did that for almost five years and then uh, one of the people working in the field for the plant protection service decided to start his own company in field research mm. and because he thought that that uh, companies chemical companies might be interested to have a, a private company doing the field services the field research mm. um, and he asked me to join him so I started with that and in fact that was my start of commercial uh, mm. being in the commercial uh, uh, part of, of bus doing business and I was uh, uh, let's say technical uh, sales manager there so technical part because it was a small company but also the sales part and I developed all the contacts with new companies mm. and so on and so on and uh, in that sense we uh, we grow from uh, four people to 15 people at the end and um, um, uh, not only working in the Netherlands but all over Europe by doing residue trials all over Europe and uh, which was a very exciting period actually mm. yeah, yeah. Nice. and how did you train yourself uh, because nowadays it's a very when someone has a background uh, it's very difficult to shift uh, to a different uh, area like from very technical to, to sales yeah, yeah. I understand that you you had a disadvantage that you were part of this uh, company from the beginning. Yeah. But uh, still, how did you train yourself to become a very good negotiator? Is it all came naturally, or did you uh, follow? Yeah, in fact, it it was naturally. I mean, uh, I think you need uh, certain personal skills to be a good uh, uh, to do the sales in a proper way, and that is. Uh, having interest in other people and why they do as they do and, and how they do it and so on so that that is something uh, natural behavior so to say now the, uh, on the other end uh, by doing it uh, mm. getting experience and because when I started with this company it first it was uh, uh, technical as well as as sales and yeah. that so I had the contact with the people about the technical part but also about new new projects and so on and so on so so it's a kind of um, uh, slipping into it mm. more or less and and so i learned that and when i worked for that company about five years then there was this other company in uh, Bosch where we worked uh, 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 we worked together on residue trials. They did the analysis of the of the crop parts, and we did the, the field uh, part. And then uh, the managing director of that company asked me to join them as their uh, um, commercial manager. Mm. And and so then I moved a bit away from agriculture into yeah. uh, into sales, and uh, because they did not only do uh, crop protection products. Uh, in the analysis were also health products and yeah. industrial chemicals so yeah. in that way I I grew into uh, another area indeed yeah. and, uh, and and yeah I had to learn myself how, how, how uh, pharmaceutical companies deal with those things and industrial yeah. chemical companies and uh, so it was more or less a growing into this uh, field yeah and I guess they also had a budget uh, or a bigger budget for marketing. And oh, sure. That. Yeah, much bigger. <laughs> yeah, the company was uh, tenfold of the of the smaller field company. Yeah. So, and and when I started, there was about eighty five people, and I've been working there for twelve years, I think. When I left, it was about two hundred and fifty people. So, hmm. more and more money to to spend more on marketing and things like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, your professional work based on human behavior from that point yeah was yeah. that was that also uh, based on uh, just your experience or you went into like more studies and uh, yeah. about uh, behavior and marketing or where again it's both i think yeah. uh, so it's experience uh, but i since i uh, i don't know when even before i started here in wageningen mm. i was interested in psychology mm. and uh, behavior of people so I read a yeah. lot of books about yeah. that and uh, I read books of Freud and, and, and Jung yeah, okay. and, and uh, those things and, and the Dutch psychologist psychoanalysis yeah. um, uh, so it was also a really interest of uh, natural interest yeah. and, and uh, so that that 
that was maybe the basis of, of what what I'm doing now indeed in on human behavior and uh, yeah 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 because why I'm saying is that they, these are so deep topics that mm-hmm. if you are in a very competitive position maybe you don't have time to to research and and go and do the basics what what you already had maybe yeah. uh, throughout your upbringing and other I don't know how long did it take you to go through all of the literature as a, as mm-hmm. a passion on the mm-hmm. side. Yeah, um, well, like I said, I, 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 the passion was there already when yeah. I started studying here. And indeed, I had, uh, I mean, like I said before, this this uh, this guy, this teacher at the uh, uh, School, he, 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 let's say, he, he developed the interest for me for, for plant protection and plants mm. and so on. But nevertheless, I always had the interest interest also in people and why are you doing the things you're doing yeah. and why are you do it, doing it in this way and somebody else exactly the same thing doing it in another way yeah. and, and those questions always uh, uh, slipped through my mind so to yeah. say and uh, uh, so the interest was there but but I didn't study psychology because yeah. uh, my idea always from a young boy on was I wanted to see the world I wanted to go yeah. abroad and so on and so on and then for me, there were only two choices, and it was uh, doing something in health, medicine, uh, yeah. uh, or something in agriculture. So I chose for agriculture and went yeah. out of the country, indeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for how long uh, were you abroad? Uh, two and a half years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been in Yemen for two and a half years. Then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there was uh, this. After that, there was the opportunity to go to uh, some other countries, Algeria and uh, Costa Rica. Hmm. Uh, but both were not successful in finally getting a contract for that and, uh, because the one they didn't have the money and the other one uh, Algeria in that time was pretty dangerous to go to hmm. and uh, so I had a wife and a uh, uh, first child and hmm. so we took the decision not to accept that contract actually hmm. yeah and what made you shift from sales and marketing to coaching uh, I think that has something to do with age. Uh, um, uh, um, uh, yeah, well, w- w- uh, at some point in your life, uh, at least for me, uh, uh, you think that, okay, I learned so much, I had so much luck and I had a good job and all those things. And, and uh, then there, there comes a time that uh, that you want to... to um, to help other people, younger mm. people, to uh, to improve their life, to improve their the the, the 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 company they started, to improve their skills and so on and so on. And I mean, it starts of course with your children. You want to to learn them to uh, to be ready to go into the, uh, the, mm. the the big world and so on. And and that was for me coming back also to my passion about how people de- deal with things and how they behave and so on. And and so that was uh, for me also the, the uh, uh, good reason, the total, uh, to, to go into uh, an own company and doing this. And um, there were some other things that uh, um, uh, I start. I worked at TNO at that moment and there was a big change. TNO, the, mm. the business unit I worked in, together with the management team, we have developed that to into a, a private company. Mm. So, uh, and then I could say, okay, I go into start working as a director of, of uh, sales and marketing uh, in that company to develop that again to a bigger company. But I have had done that before already with the company yeah. in Sertogen Bosch. So I thought, okay, that's the same trick doing again. Is that nice? Well, maybe not. Uh, maybe it's a good time to change uh, to something uh, completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a quote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and at the same time, my, my children, they, they finished their study, they had a good job and so on. So yeah. I, was, I didn't feel so much responsible anymore for the children. Yeah. And uh, so there was a good time to decide to do something really different. And then I thought, okay, this, the, I, I would, I want to like, I like to do this, uh, helping other people. Uh, yeah. And it's like also that. a more entrepreneurial path this way. 
It certainly is. And that is something that all, always uh, went through my mind, mind for a long time already, that sometime I wanted to start an own company and, mm. and uh, do my own thing and decide which way to go myself uh, and so on and so on. Yeah, so so this was a good moment to do that. And uh, so I started in 2010. Yeah, yeah it's about 10 years ago. Yeah. And how, how do you see the world has changed since 2010? Because since 2010, the, the real the internet boom has happened with the, the social media got uh, uh, popular and used by everyone, almost yeah. almost every age group. And also it affects the marketing, the coaching, the entrepreneurial world, the startup world. Yeah. A yeah. couple of years ago, when I started my internship here at Start Life, uh, uh, there was... Uh, a new thing, almost a startup, the, <coughs> and there was not even literature, there was not in the culture. How do you see it, uh, it how it has changed in the last uh, 10 years or maybe in the last five years? Yeah, well, quite a big indeed. Uh, uh, like you're saying, the, the, the whole uh, digital uh, evolution um, makes a big difference that nowadays there's a lot of learning through internet. Uh, just uh, follows of courses on the internet, uh, um, uh, answer questions through internet, and so on and so on, and and that has changed a lot. And um, and, and we have uh, we as Omeo Group we have uh, adopted that also, and we, mm. we give also training that we do a lot of the. Uh, theory through internet and we come together to practice those things mm. and that so that that is really a difference in the past we gave uh, trainings of, of uh, three days or six days or whatsoever and now it's only three times half a day because mm. the people they uh, they learn from the internet and we check that by by asking them questions and so on but we practice it in in the, in the half day workshops we do mm. and, uh, which then is really a workshop indeed and uh, not about not theory. so much about theory yeah. right yeah 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 when uh, have you seen have you also experienced that the the sales uh, i guess the the basic patterns are the same like supply and demand and the basic psychology yeah. but yeah. Uh, in general how the methodology of sales shifted from yeah from physical sales to digital sales and e-commerce uh, what what i uh, notice that the the differences or yeah let's say the differences between sales and marketing is less and less it's mm. more marketing and sales is becoming one job actually one one kind of way of 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 selling your products and or your services uh, so that that is a difference with the past i think you had two different departments mm. marketing department and yeah. sales department and that that is becoming together more and more that's one thing and the other thing you can do a lot of digital things but uh, people have to uh, uh, they, they, they need to want to give you something so you need to uh, you, you are their favorite to give something for instance a job uh, uh, an order or, or something like that so it's always for me it's always necessary to have personal contact with the people that buy from yeah. you as well and uh, yes you can do a lot of communication, uh, marketing communication or other communication through the internet with WhatsApp and, and all those things and, and uh, pictures on Instagram and LinkedIn and uh, that is important indeed but at the end it's always that people have to to grant you uh, an order and, and yeah. uh, uh, therefore you need personal contact. I'm, I'm yeah, maybe it might be old-fashioned and nowadays yeah. salespeople say different but that is that is my yeah. feeling yeah. yeah yeah I think uh, you are so, you, you are right because uh, if it's only on the internet I mean the internet is also so noisy there's so so much yeah. stuff is coming people at one point they just uh, oh, I don't want to look at the screen anymore yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the, yeah. the other new magic product which will uh, uh, solve all of my problems mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's, uh, I fully agree, and yeah. and uh, like I said, p people have to have to grant you, and and it's the same as with you. If you go to a shop and there is a, the guy is not nice or the lady is not nice to you, then you you yeah. go to another shop and buy it over there because the people are more nice to you, and yeah. and and that is all everywhere the same, and I I truly believe in that that the personal contact makes makes a good sales, and uh, yeah. definitely, yeah, yeah. So we can say that. Uh, 
also average people base our uh, base their decisions on feelings right yeah yeah and also many entrepreneurs they say that uh, they just follow their gut or gut yeah, feelings yeah. what is your experience with that first uh, can you uh, reflect back on your own decisions was there uh, any uh, example when you were thinking ah it's not entirely logical but you followed your your gut or some other feeling yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, took yeah, over yeah, you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, there is, uh, there, there is. Uh, I, I always work with DISC, D-I-S-C. That, yeah. that is, that is about human behavior, and and that is a model that already was developed somewhere in the early 19s, um, uh, and that's that says something about uh, preferable behavior of people. And and uh, um, I myself, I have uh, in the D-I-S-C, I have a high I. That means that I'm. I'm uh, outgoing, I'm, I'm direct, uh, but I'm uh, focusing on relations. So for mm. me, uh, most of my decisions are based on gut feeling. And mm. my gut feeling is also very well developed, of course, because of yeah. that. And, and uh, I realized that, that other people much more decide on, based on, on, uh, on facts and figures and, and so on. And uh, so uh, that is what I use in my my sailing myself, uh, uh, selling my, uh, myself as as a uh, consultant, uh, but also learn other people how to to do work with disc and how to do that. Uh, now I wonder is if I answer your question. I that, that was your okay. own experience. That's what, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, maybe yeah. you can also uh, because you work with many entrepreneurs. Maybe you yeah. have a general overview. Uh, where people tend to listen, whether is it their their they st- stick in their head and their brain, and uh-huh. they, they just cannot figure out the right answer because just so much uh, variables everywhere uh-huh. because you just cannot figure it out. Yeah. Or uh, there is a tendency that they somehow I don't know it's through the disc model or some other methodology that they they listen to their guts or other feelings. So that's. Well, I think people can learn that, yeah. but but if you are really in in the disc uh, model, you are a high D or a high C. It's very difficult to uh, to even hear your gut feelings. Yeah, just and for the listeners, the D is uh, the dominant people. So there yeah. are the people that are direct and and result oriented, yeah. and the C people are indirect and and result oriented. Yeah. So so they're not on the on the relation side. They are more on uh, uh, on, on the on the facts on the results yeah. and uh, analytical analytical yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and and they they may have gut feelings but maybe they don't hear it very well and mm. and uh, then it's difficult to listen to it of course and if you don't <laughs> hear anything you can't listen to it so uh, I think that that is the main difference in it yeah and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's what I'm also like experimenting with, and have sometimes uh, struggle with it, and you know, yeah. try to explain what am I, why am I doing what I'm doing, and yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> well, that's what I, I see a lot. I'm, I'm, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm coaching a lot of startups here as well, and, yeah. and helping them. And uh, uh, what you see a lot of people here in Wageningen uh, with a startup that they are. They are scientists. They come from the science and want to start an own company. And a lot of them, they, it takes no. They they uh, they have very uh, they have difficulties in in going with the product to the market because they think it's not good enough yet. Mm. So I have to develop and and re recalculate and develop yeah. and recalculate and so on and so on until it's really good to go to the market. And yeah. and that I think is a, is a mistake because well uh, you, you know about the lean startup. Go as soon as possible. Once you have a, have a, 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 a kind of model, go to the, the, the people that are uh, intended to to use it, and mm. then uh, discuss with them what what uh, whether it's good enough or not. Yeah. Mm. There is also a business coach quote that perfection equals paralysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's 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 for sure. And and. Uh, uh, so that's some of the things I discuss with people when they come here uh, on a Wednesday afternoon to discuss with one of the experts, uh, including yeah. me, uh, about uh, yeah about yeah questions about their company, how to develop, how to continue, yeah. and so on, how to make and, it successful. And how do you see that, for example, when someone has a very technical education and technical background, and they see that oh, there there is maybe. A, 
solution, a technical solution, and uh, they go for it. But uh, sometimes it's not aligned with their. So they have like uh, the question from the university or from the world that oh this is a problem, and they see that uh, okay this could this could be the solution. But sometimes it's just not aligned with their personality to push it through mm-hmm. because. Uh, they, they don't believe in that much or they see more the technical side because that's the other thing is that I don't know if it's entirely true or not. Some of these, uh, I think uh, from Stanford, one of these uh, business coach guy mm-hmm. uh, explained that uh, entrepreneurship is uh, the closest to uh, being an artist. Mm-hmm. So the artists are also operating with feelings and emotions and entrepreneurs too. And if you just have it from a technical angle, you enter this world from a technical angle, maybe you cannot uh, navigate yourself in a way how it would be the most beneficial. I'm, I'm just, yeah. it's too complicated mm. question. <laughs> no, 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 I, I understand what you mean, but I think, uh, uh, everybody could learn at least a bit about that and mm. and I understand that if you have a small company you are a startup mm. and you um, uh, you you are technical really technical mm. you want to, to improve your product and so on like we just discussed then still if, if you if you come to coaches or, or ask people about this then I think if, if by talking about it I, you can also get some skills learning learn skills to uh, even then start buying as one as, as once you you can understand that that you're st- a bit stuck in, in your technical side and you're le- willing to learn then you can also learn to get to get some skills to to do selling and maybe mm. not perfect and uh, you won't be the the best uh, mm. salesman there, there was ever mm. uh, but nevertheless you can learn some skills because if if you're a startup there is no money to uh, to, to get a good salesman or, or yeah. uh, so so you have to do it on your own and 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 that is what I'm training people how to do that mm. even if you're not a real salesman person then then how can you do some sales and 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 that is how I can help and once the the, the, the income is growing you can hire real salespeople mm. and go back to your technical part of course and uh, but but I I disagree if uh, in, in in saying this that those people are not capable in doing uh, their sales I mean that's mm. the only possibility they have otherwise or they have to you have to uh, to ask somebody to join your company uh, yeah. be, become a shareholder or I don't know what mm. if you don't have the money and, mm. and uh, uh, so the, the, these are the solutions but I'm sure that people can do something about it and if they're willing to learn a bit about it and accept that 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 are um, uh, that there are possibilities to do sales, be it not the most perfect one, sorry, perfect one, but being having the possibility, then I'm sure they can learn something mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it's not just about uh, the sales, but also the whole human game mm-hmm. uh, behind uh, being an entrepreneur. <laughs> because yeah, okay, I, I agree. Also, yeah. yeah, and because the next step yeah. is once you go into form a team, are you a yeah. good manager for a team or are you? Uh, 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 do you just leave the people doing their job and, and uh, no bordering? I mean, uh, a manager of, of a company or, or of a team, uh, for me, it's always it's the captain of the crew, but the father of the family, and yeah. and and, and uh, so you have to you need both skills. Yeah. And on th- those people that that I think are not able to do that, uh, don't have the skills to do it. Uh, I, I advise them to find somebody who can do mm. it for them. So mm. you can have your own company, but then you need somebody who is doing the, the, the let's say, the personal side, the people side mm. of the company. And, and uh, mostly that is also a good combination with sales, actually, because yeah. well, it's all, all has to do with, with uh, um, relation, with, with relation with other people. Yeah. yeah. And for me, Coming from Hungary, it, uh, the Netherlands seemed much more entrepreneurial, of course, than, than Hungary. But uh, when I looked into the literature, like five years ago, it said that oh, the, the Netherlands is not that entrepreneurial yet. Uh, that's in the culture. That it's a shame to fail. Uh, 
but I've already seen many uh, Zetsa payers. How do you call it in, in yes, English? Yes, Zetsa payers. Uh, yeah, like private uh, one one man's companies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I already have seen them uh, years ago. That oh, there are much more uh, entrepreneurial yeah. Uh, yeah. people here than in Hungary, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you see how it's shifted since uh, the startup as a new buzz uh, came in? Is there more willingness to, to try out entrepreneurship or to start a new company? Mm, I think that's a difficult question if you combine it with uh, with a startup. I mean, in general, you yeah. can say in the in, Netherlands, in general. Uh, in general, I think there are maybe 800, 900,000 uh, uh, one-person companies yeah. nowadays and that was also uh, a kind of push because because we had this crisis in starting in 2008 or something and and people were fired because there was mm. work for the company and so on and they decided to 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 start their own their one-man company and they are um, not all of them are successful enough uh, some live on a very basic uh, income and so on, but there is a lot of them that are successful. Mm. And so there's there's entrepreneurship in a lot of people, um, mm. but they need a trigger to, uh, uh, um, to to develop that and to yeah. use that to to get an income. And, and uh, I think so th there was a big change indeed. And ever since 2008, the, the number of people having their own company, the one-person one companies, is growing and growing all the time. Yeah. Okay, so the entire culture is changing and it's getting yeah. more yeah. Uh, admitted that, okay, there are people who are who don't want to take a job or cannot take a job and they, they go and try to find their own path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you compare it with the university, it's different because the people there, they're not because they, they want a job, it's because they have an idea and, yeah. and they want to develop that idea in the way they think it's the best way. And, and that is why they start their own company then. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you mentioned something about the startup. Yeah. It, uh, it's not getting that uh, popular yet, the entrepreneurship, or what, what was uh, the direction where you want uh, No, the difference with the startup yeah. is because there are a lot of people from the university yeah. or, or a higher education that, that do it because they have an idea. Yeah, okay. And, and that is what yeah. I meant. Yeah. 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 yeah, but it's still agriculture and food, most of the time is still yeah. very uh, capital intensive to start with. That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that that is also a difference, of course. And and if you uh, you work in in in, uh, in building house building or whatsoever, yeah. you don't only need some tools, and then you can do the work, and yeah. uh, which is not so very uh, uh, um, uh, uh, need, doesn't need much of investment or whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and how do you see the self help uh, movement or industry? You know, there are in the last ten years. Uh, Tons of books and uh, courses mm -hmm. and uh, coaches and self-made entrepreneurs and like a, a little bit uh, your yourself with the yeah. company, but there are many variations so, with, about the books and methods and all of this. How do you see this world is uh, emerging? Does it really help, or because sometimes there is just so much information that for me it's that very hard to filter? <laughs> mm -hmm. um. Uh, well, the, the it's a big advantage that that there's also for my my work I can learn a lot from internet. There is so much on internet to to see. Uh, what you do need then is is the uh, expertise or 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 well you do you, you do need something to to decide whether something is is correct information and which not which is yeah. fake and and so on and yeah. so on so that that becomes more and more difficult of course but but nevertheless there is there is so much information on the internet uh, available and and that is a change as well you asked uh, earlier you asked about the change between 10 years ago and now yeah. in training and coaching that that uh, it's not necessary to learn the people uh, the, the theory behind things because that's on internet and and uh, when I when I look at my my business coaching actually to simplify it very much I can say I do read all the books for the people and just give them the summary in my trainings mm. and, and so that is what what I what my value is is that I take the time to read the books and they don't need that time uh, to take the time yeah. 
so, so um, there is a lot to learn. Uh, you call it self-help uh, uh, about books and about from yeah. internet and so on. And and uh, but. I'm coming back to what I said, like uh, what what a salesman. You need contact with other people. You need to practice. You need to 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 uh, to practice in, in with other people. And and I'm convinced that you can't do without that. And yeah. You can do a lot with books and and self help, uh, but it's always uh, you're not the, the only one in the world. And and you need to cooperate with people. You need to deal with people. You need to communicate with people. And that is an important thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. But the, the wave and the movement, or I'm also like a kind of doubting how to call it because it's a kind of movement too. Yeah. But it's also an industry where huge companies uh, yeah. and coaching companies and uh, yeah, mentoring companies yeah. uh, grew up and they sell courses. And yeah. yeah. So it's just uh, also very hard to, to find a way because some also the pricing what, what I also felt is kind of tricky that uh, they put a, a huge price yeah <laughs> and yeah. Uh, they said the the requirements and there is also a possibility that uh, they just give some general training what you can or also read or you have already mm -hmm. read but somehow you still fail with the execution <laughs> yeah yeah and then uh, they offered you to help but at the same time uh, the responsibility is still on the person yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about in general because of course the, the coaching companies have their uh, valid uh, role and also especially what you say that uh, personal contact and all of all of these uh, very important aspects but some some uh, coaches are so overpriced that you really uh, think that there is a huge um, value in it mm -hmm. but you never know <laughs> yeah yeah you never know you have to try <laughs> and then you yeah. know it or, or ask other people ask yeah. references and, uh, and and I think that that is a way to to understand it um, uh, but yeah i also look from the other side as a salesman if if a, a, a buyer is willing to pay a high price i mean uh, you can sell a product for the the, the price from the the, the cost from yeah. the product but you can also sell it uh, for the the price that the, the other is willing to give for it yeah. and and um, uh, that's 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 uh, uh, that also has to do with with uh, questions from the market. If the market yeah. needs a lot, then the price is highs and uh, high, and 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 has to do with that as well. I think so. Yeah. So you can say that some consulted companies they are very expensive, but that's also because people want to pay for it. Yeah, and, and also, uh, yeah, maybe they take the, uh, their own actions more serious if they pay the high price of it. It's also a kind of commitment for themselves exactly. yeah yeah it's just the 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 tricky part is that the it's another business code uh, the most of these bigger actions what an entrepreneur take uh, or starting starter or startup is uh, from uh, inspiration or desperation mm -hmm. and yeah. if they are in the flow and everything goes well and they can uh, hire a coach or a, a, a pay for a huge uh, coaching session for one week or whatever mm -hmm. then it goes and uh, the whole flow is gonna be nice but if they are desperate and they are hoping to have a flip in their personality mm -hmm. and a change and the session wouldn't allow it this highly priced what i mean yeah then they are even more deep in trouble <laughs> yeah no, that's true that's true uh, i think yeah it is uh, it is like that, but but it's it's of course the the quality of the coach or the trainer yeah. to 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 turn that and to yeah. make it in a, every training in a pos uh, positive uh, uh, outcome uh, mm. and at least give the other one the 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 good feeling after mm. the training that he really learned something like about empowering uh, empowering yeah. right it's a good, yeah. a good word for that yeah yeah yeah. yeah. 
And that's of course the quality of the trainer and the coach. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. And we talked a lot about there is a lot of noise on the internet and we try to uh, keep up, but also we have to filter a lot. And my question is also related to the human behavior mm-hmm. that uh, nowadays it's coming up a lot that uh, some kind of meditation or some kind of practices needed to to keep the mental uh, freshness or the stability how well, what is your opinion on that or do you practice anything it doesn't have to be like a very zen uh, wall facing meditation what uh-huh. i mean but uh-huh. uh, nowadays they also say that meditation can be running or gardening how do you see it uh, on your clients and uh, on your own exp- uh, Um, yeah, well, part of, of our way of uh, training and coaching is uh, NLP, uh, Neuro Linguistic mm. Programming. Um, uh, and that has something to do with the mind. And, mm. and it's too much to explain it here, but, but yeah. anyway, that has to do with, with uh, let's say, kind of meditation mm. about, uh, about the brains, how they work and, and how mm. you can change things in that. Um, um, Uh, that is one part and the other part and uh, I mean I'm not that young anymore so I can can compare with with the past uh, so to yeah. say uh, I think it's it, it it is just like you said you can you can call it meditation but you can also do some running and that yeah. that's what people did in the past as well they didn't call it meditation then but that is what they did you can running you can go walking yeah. uh, I myself every year I go uh, I walk the vier dagen in Nijmegen mm. Uh, during before the time you do have you need practicing and that is walking for 20 or 30 kilometers a day Uh, but but people can do gardening they can do whatever and 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 the the intention is still the same and the way it's expressed is different you have your boot camps nowadays people go out in the park and do a boot camp and and uh, or people do running or whatever Uh, but but the intention is all the same and that is a kind of uh, yeah meditation a kind of uh, uh, relaxing the whole body including the mind and and and, uh, yeah yeah just like that relaxing yeah what what do you see is the most popular is there any new trend is coming up what people uh, tend to practice um i could say uh, ice baths <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but but uh, what is popular i think the, the boot camps is at this moment is really popular yeah. the sun starts uh, the weather is coming go- becoming good again and now people yeah. go out And, and running is of all times, I think. And people, yeah. you see, if the weather is okay, you see people running. Yeah. Uh, uh, but special trends, I don't know. And what uh, is your your choice of uh, meditation? My choice is the walking. Uh, yeah. uh, so that's one. And and I play basketball as well. Hmm. So uh, once uh, once in a week, I have uh, I play basketball. So uh, yeah, hmm. that is yeah. my way. And then I can really forget everything. And and. Uh, When I have a bad day, I'm really thinking, oh, yes, tonight I'm going to play basketball and, or tomorrow I'm going to have a long walk. And uh, yeah. I can really look forward to that then. Yeah. yeah. And how, how long is the walk? The walk is uh, it's, it's growing now again because the, 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 the uh, how do you call it, the March of the World is uh, mm. uh, in July. And so I'm now up to 20 kilometers mm. uh, walking, something like that. So it's four or five hours. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it is. Nice. Yeah. 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 And how do you see what is missing or what would be nice uh, as a new trend or what is the common uh, problem what uh, startups face with? Um, that was a difficult question. Uh, question. Uh, what, the, the, what I see a lot of times is that, that uh, startups Um, but it's, uh, that's a part of, of the total yeah. the, the, the startups they do they start with one or two or three people or something like that and, and they, they become a group and that they uh, uh, a lot of times I see that the, uh, after a certain 
uh, after a, a period of time, maybe one year, one and a half, two years, the, the problem starts because mm. uh, one of the person wants to go this way and the other wants to go that way. And I always advise them, start immediately, start on an early phase. Where do you see your company in five years? Mm. How do you want to develop in the future? What, do you want to become a big uh, Unilever or, or Frieson Campino whatsoever? Or do you want to 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 stay kind of in developing in innovation in mm. research and things like that and you see a lot of split ups or even uh, stopping their company because they didn't discuss that uh, in, in early phases yeah. and uh, so it appears that one wants to go to earn a lot of money become rich and another one wants to continue in developing new things in innovation and so on and so on and the third one wants to help people or something like that so yeah. so and and it is really important when you have a company once you you uh, you people are going to join your company to mm. discuss that from the beginning on and that is really one of the things i I have I've seen so many times that it hmm. uh, the, the the company stopped. So you would advise a vision quest for for uh, startup founders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And how how would it look like? Or they would go for a walk for twenty kilometers and just uh, yeah, why figure not? Out yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah. It, there is also indeed a branch of uh, walking coaching or something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how yeah. to call it. Um, uh, but indeed, yeah, you can you can go out for a walk, but you can also say, okay, let let's sit together every month or uh, on a Friday afternoon with a drink and discuss mm. how our company has to develop, and then you you can learn from each other which way you actually want to go. Because mm. in the beginning, it's it's you start uh, idealistic, nice, and or start yeah. at the bar. And, oh, let's let's start a company, right? Yeah, yeah. We have a good idea. Let's start a company mm. and your friends and so on and so on. But 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 that develops and once you uh, people see that oh, you can earn money from it as well and then maybe one of the of, of the two or three or whatever says okay i want to earn money that's make makes my life yeah. easy and but another says no i want to further develop it and so on or i want to improve the world or or whatsoever and and make life better for people and it's completely different at the end yeah. and uh, I, I really advise just go sit together for a couple of hours every yeah. every month or something. Yeah. yeah. So this is on a on a group level yeah. for me, and yeah. on an individual level, what uh, you see is uh, missing uh, most common from uh, someone who who wants to do something, but uh, yeah. you know, to form a company, it's challenging. They yeah. say it's one of the most challenging. Uh, uh, adventures nowadays too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wh what I see there is that. Um, it, it is difficult to to stay focused uh, people mm. need to to uh, uh, because it's uh, they, they don't have really other people to decide to go this way or that mm. way so they take every chance to earn some money and 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 continue with that and and so going to left and to right and so on and so on and the focus is is for a startup is really important and I understand the 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 difficulty in that because you yeah. you you need to earn money of course yeah. and and uh, so if uh, people are asking you something which is not really in your scope of uh, of the, the or your focus uh, mm -hmm. you have of the company then you are going to accept it because it it gives, brings you money yeah. and and that makes it really difficult to uh, yeah. to stay focused. These uh, yeah. low low hanging fruits. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what is there any methodology or I don't know what what is the best way to filter these uh, these offers because it's really it's a tricky part like uh, when you are surviving but also you want to grow yeah and yeah no I think that the, the only model is uh, uh, have the cuts to take risks hmm. yeah that, that is the only model so it's no model. <laughs> Uh, because I, I think well, well entrepreneurship is taking risks yeah. right and and yeah. and uh, uh, taking decisions that somebody else wouldn't take and be successful in that yeah. um, uh, so I think is is really uh, uh, although that the left part might bring you money stay on the right uh, side hmm. uh, because that is what you focus on and that is what you you your dream was actually mm. and uh, but that's taking a risk because you don't know yet uh, you don't know what's in the future you don't know yet yeah. uh, whether the money is coming at the end and uh, on the other hand if, if you really need the money then you have to accept things like that but but 
then it's good to realize, okay, I accept it, but it's not the way I want to go, actually. Yeah. It's, uh, there's something else I want to go, and I just need this to get money to do the other thing. Yeah. And that is the other side. Yeah. They also say that if you stick with your identity, then yeah, you, you can actually work even uh, 80 hours a week, like exactly. 40 hours for yeah. your job and 40 hours for on your dream. Yeah. And yeah. if you are lucky and persistent enough. Yeah. And, uh, how do you see that, for example, this uh, persistence, like keeping ongoing, whatever, is it a very crucial part? Or um, is there a point where you really have to give up? <laughs> there certainly, certainly will be a point that you really have to give up. No, but, but um, um, if, if you, you have your focus on a certain development, a certain pro product or, or service or whatsoever, uh, uh, it's difficult to say, uh, uh, but, but yes, you can... Uh, um, uh, divide from that you can you can change another road or mm. choose another road or uh, and as long as you believe in that it's okay because uh, I mean companies like Unilever and, and, and the bigger companies also have their new ideas and mm. they they try it and but there is a certain point that decide okay now it's costing too much money and yeah. I, I can't go that way yeah. Uh, but also there is entrepreneurship to yeah. to understand for, uh, about when do I have to stop? Is, can mm. I continue or or and and you can see here companies as well startups that at a certain moment they decide mm. okay I'm going to 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 take a job as well mm. because this might be the right way but mm. it's not never going to be the way I can earn a lot of money from or I can have uh, uh, it's never going to be the way that I can live from it, I can, mm. can earn enough money to live from it, so, yeah. uh, but it, it's, there is no model that can help you to decide yeah. that, I mean, no, yeah. it is just experience and uh, going as far as your, your wallet can uh, mm. afford, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, what I also see as a controversy that the startup world is also like, uh, you know, it comes with the VCs, uh, angels and investors and it it's somehow projected to the world that uh, oh it, it's quick it's gonna happen mm -hmm. uh, and it's actually if you don't do any entrepreneurial thing that you don't have a chance for sure <laughs> that's right however yeah. at the same time uh, more and more entrepreneurs uh, say that it's a long-term game yeah. So yeah. how to how to find a balance between the between these two? Like, oh, I'm gonna have a team and we're gonna have some nice product or a nice investor and we can go further. So that's the one idea, which is like a, maybe a short term mm -hmm. uh, ideal sh short term scenario. Yeah. But you have uh, the long term vision, and uh, maybe you work or many many product development goes on for years or if you want to uh, grow your personal brand you cannot just uh, pull it from the sky hey I'm, a, I'm an expert mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so it's also like a long term at least a couple of years yeah so yeah. The, the the balance uh, between these two is also uh, for sure yeah 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 um, that's the one and on the other hand it's all you learn a lot from failing also yeah. with your company yeah, that is important also to know yeah. And, and uh, uh, once people that are entrepreneur, they don't, uh, I can't say they don't mind, but they accept that you all, there are also failures. Yeah. And then you can start another company because you are an entrepreneur. Uh, yeah. So, so th that is also important to realize that, that uh, not every startup can be successful. Uh, hmm. it, it could be, but the, the practice, yeah learns yeah. that not every startup is, is successful and, and uh, that's because of a lot of reasons because the product is not right the service is not right yeah. or the people are not right or the money isn't there or uh, it's the wrong uh, wrong product in the wrong yeah. time and, and all those things can happen and uh, but you can learn from those failures as well and, uh, 
that's also important to realize. Yeah. So actually, that was uh, one of the most important takeaway when I did my my research that uh, mm. in in the US the failing it's good, so you can get almost immediately hired by another startup because yeah. you failed on your own cost, and for them it's just good. But uh, back then, I mean, it was four years ago, four four three four years ago yeah. when I did this research. But in the Netherlands, it was still a kind of. Uh, uh, shame, shameful yeah, yeah, thing yeah. to to fail. Uh, so in that respect, uh, uh, has that any uh, has changed it uh, a bit no, or I not? Think so. it no, still is. It still, still is. is. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Although there is uh, this guy, I can't remember his name. Uh, I, I, I can look that up. There is this guy that that is uh, is writing books and telling a lot, giving presentations about hmm. his failures. Hmm. And and uh, so he is indeed trying to change that. And, hmm. uh, Dutch guy. Yeah, Dutch guy. Michael Pilarczyk, or not? Sorry, my. Michael Pilarczyk. He was the Radio Five Dreyacht. Uh, no, I he, don't know. There's somebody not. else. Okay. I, I I I can't remember. No, it's not him. No. Yeah. Um, um, but but um, he he had he has had failures and hmm. and. Uh, and if you can realize that you you can learn a lot from that and indeed like you say in the, in the USA that 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 uh, people are willing to hire you because you have got a lot of good experience uh, yeah. how not to fail actually <laughs> and, uh, uh, um, so so but but it's still in the Netherlands I'm, I'm a, I mm. think it's not so much accepted indeed mm. it's a, it's a shame on the other hand more and more people also see that you have good experience in how to mm be an entrepreneur and how to fail and why you failed and so on so uh, but it's not 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 like the us i think not yet no. i have one more more general question mm-hmm. uh, as an agriculture expert uh, and also in sales and entrepreneurship uh, what do you miss from uh, current um, agriculture and food practices like uh, when you go to the supermarket are you a little bit confused or you have your own uh, uh, list of choice what you're gonna take or I mean I'm asking it as a how this sector behaves by serving mm-hmm. the people because sometimes it's very controversial uh, with uh, not healthy many unhealthy foods uh, and uh, what do you see think is missing if you could point it out more it's a difficult question I think I, I always make my list at home what I'm yeah. going to buy and that's it and uh, yeah. so I don't go to the yeah. supermarket to, yeah. to, to to check and to see differences yeah. or whatsoever it's yeah. uh, no. so it's good to have a standard list shopping list I think so yeah yeah, yeah because there's a lot of uh, 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 marketing going on in the shop <laughs> as well so you're you're invited to buy things that you actually don't want to buy yeah. uh, regret afterwards that you bought it yeah. and, and um, uh, so that 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 is a difference and uh, what I like is nowadays you have the, the too good to go uh, mm. uh, app um, and then you can buy things that are on date eh? THT uh, yeah. uh, how do you call it in English the, well the end best date. before best before yeah, yeah right yeah. Um, and so, so I think that's a very good development because otherwise that would have been throw, thrown away. And, and I have recently I was in the supermarket and I saw a lot of people coming there in the Jumbo uh, yeah. to get to collect their bag with yeah. with all those things which should be yeah. uh, which had the best before date already uh, yeah. approaching. And those developments I think are very good. Yeah. And uh, although I guess there will be some unhealthy things in it as yeah. well. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but nevertheless, it's it's uh, it saves a lot uh, in waste. I think, yeah. Yeah. So you see, the food waste is one of the biggest problems. Uh, oh, it definitely. And, and is. the rest is yeah. more personal choice and research, uh, yeah. Yeah. because we we know what is not good for us, basically. Yeah. Intellectually, we know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's but that's a problem indeed. Uh, and and uh, I, I I don't blame everybody, but because I have the same. But uh, yeah. um, some things are nice to drink or to eat, uh, mm. although you know it's not healthy and mm. uh, uh, or less healthy, so mm. to say. And uh, but yeah, I think 
that 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 will be very difficult to change that and there is a change going on like that uh, like more healthy food and, and uh, uh, also using waste as as a basic uh, for for new products and so on so there's quite a lot of changing but the, the most important part of there is the behavior of people to change that yeah. and that is a real di- difficult thing yeah 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 because i also see that the supermarkets and the food suppliers they have a very trustworthy relation i mean originally it should yep. be a very trustworthy relationship yeah. and sometimes it, it fails but yeah uh, Ex- yeah definitely yeah 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 i agree yeah okay uh, so how do you see the future uh, from from this uh, in the next couple of years uh, in Wageningen and where we uh, where will be the focus of the startups do you see any trends um well, the trend I see here, and I don't know why, but it, it's it's uh, in the past there was a lot on plants and, and uh, mushrooms and things like that, and nowadays you see more and more on on uh, technical things, hmm. technical uh, aspects. I think, hmm. but, but uh, is that a trend? I don't know. It's a sm- sorry, it's a small small world here, yeah. of, co- of course. And, uh, so I'm not sure if, if you can call that a trend. Yeah, but, but somehow it reflects what uh, what is going what is going on in the world. If we see it as so. a global yeah. hub, yeah. 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 Uh, looking for a lot of technical solutions for the problems in need. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And if you if you uh, if you say what uh, what problems do you see, then well, uh, this morning I read in the paper about the yeah. UN report now about mm. diversity. Uh, it's mm. terrible. It's really terrible. It's biodiversity. It's biodiversity. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 And that is uh, that can become a huge problem if we don't, we are not able to change that. And uh, for sure, it's going to be very difficult to change it because yeah. there's so so many people involved, so many organizations, companies, mm. bad people involved that uh, <laughs> earn money from it and so yeah. on. Yeah. And how how do, uh, are you informed about these alternative ways of agriculture? I would actually I would be very interested uh, mm-hmm. what what your uh, take on the permaculture and uh, mm-hmm. regenerative agriculture or uh, these uh, maybe the closed systems but uh, nature based but yeah. not the monoculture or urban gardening. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's not either one of them it's yeah. it's the combination and and urban gardening urban farming is is an important thing as well because uh, it saves a lot of transport and we have the the, the technical uh, skills to do to do those things and yeah. and uh, uh, we should do it then and and but but always much more than we did in the past look at uh, what's finally uh, uh, left over what's the left over yeah. at the end like now we, we we have there is this idea of of uh, uh, putting CO2 in in the soil under the sea or something like that. Okay, we shouldn't produce the CO2. Then there yeah. is no problem. You see, and and uh, uh, like like uh, how do you call it? Waste plants. You can put it yeah. outside and make a mountain of it, but still waste. Huh? Yeah. And 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 so so we. Uh, how do you call it? We make our own nest dirty, so yeah, to say. Yeah. And, and so, for all those things, also the urban farming, I think we should more and more check what uh, what's going to, to be the leftover at the end, yeah. and can we solve that already or no? And yeah. and, uh, and that I think is very important. Otherwise, we, we leave all those things for the generations yeah. uh, that have still have to come. Yeah. And I guess uh, the entrepreneurial mindset is very important in 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 this. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise we can just blame the governments and blame the the big uh, multinationals. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, what can you do with blame? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd yeah, be exactly. nice to take yeah. some action. Yeah, yeah. And that is that is a lot of, uh, let's say, responsibility to the younger people, the younger entrepreneurs yeah. in need. Yeah, 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 yeah. To to. To do it in a better way than the older ones uh, did, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And you can help them. Oh, yeah. I would be willing to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be great if I can do some. Yeah, I can help them in some way or other. Yeah. Okay. So they can find you every Wednesday. Every Wednesday afternoon, Amir is one of the experts advising uh, the people. That is, uh, let's say, every not every, but, yeah, but most of the most Wednesdays. Of the Wednesdays. Yeah. 
and uh, help uh, yeah, give them advice. And, uh, yeah, and people uh, can also contact you per email. If, yeah, if of they, course. If of they course. Wanna yeah, yeah. I'm on the website uh, yeah. omeogroep.nl and uh, um, yeah, so they can contact me and, and I live very close to the startup. So if, if Wednesday is not possible for those people, I can come another time and it's no problem for me. No startup is moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's only yeah. a couple of hundred yeah, meters, right? And uh, so it's no problem for me. Okay. I'm a walking distance, living on nice. walking distance. So, yeah. Nice. Well, okay. Uh, thank you for sharing your insights about what is Most going welcome. on here. Yeah. And uh, I hope that uh, many people, including me, will uh, go to you and get some more insights about business, human behavior, mm -hmm. and uh, entrepreneurship. Yeah. So, most welcome. Yeah. yeah. Say hi to the people. Hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> ciao, ciao. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.